0: On this week's episode, we talk all about college. Yes, we talk about our college experience from applying to graduating and hopefully some fun stories along the way. So stick around.
1: Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair the podcast where two 20 somethings with the same rare disease are out here living our best live. I'm your host Casey, and I'm your host Cassandra. Well, hey everybody. We have both been traveling again. Since <laughs> once this again we have been traveling. Uh I went to the beach with my family. You went to visit your brother. I know we had, you know, just kind of low-key family bonding type of trips. Totally. Nothing nothing too wild, but It was a fun time, and now we're back. Back in the booth, as we say. Yeah, back in our booth. We don't have a booth. We're not that fancy. We're really not. Casey's slightly fancier than
0: me because she's got like soundproof walls up in her closet. I just record I wherever that. I can.
1: <laughs> I had that before we ever started the podcast for voiceover stuff. And hey, I was like, I have this closet. I might as well use it. So we hope it sounds good. We talked all about the audio in our last episode if you didn't hear it. And we're hoping. Ooh,
0: that, what a good you know, plug!
1: What, what a good, a good plug. plug. <laughs> Thank Thank you, thank you. I try, I try. So, if you haven't heard our last episode about all how we how we made the podcast, um, sound is very important to us. Our our sound engineering is very important Absolutely. to us. You know what? Though before we get into this episode, I had I had the urge to say something that I haven't said in a really long time. Oh, please and tell me. I'm just gonna take the floor right now and say it. You know what I love more than anything? What do you love, Casey? Thank you for asking. I love a good review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, I knew
0: it! I knew you are going to go You knew it. it? You knew it? Am I that
1: predictable? No, I, just, I, really... I was thinking, like, what haven't we said in a while? Like, we haven't <laughs> asked for reviews. We really haven't said it, and I think I've gone, like, a 10-episode streak without mentioning it. And, like we always say podcasts are so hard to get the word out there about it really is word of mouth mm-hmm. basically is the only way and reviewing it takes five seconds to do but it helps our show so so much so if you like at all what you've heard just take a quick minute to review us on apple podcast and that's what gets our show seen by people who might not otherwise see it
0: here i will give you a template rare with Flair is my favorite podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun send done that's all you have to write that's all you have Five to stars. write really <laughs> two sentences how hard is it? how hard is it <laughs> if so if someone wrote that exact <laughs> thing my i hero. would actually it would make my day no i actually really like your your unique thoughts and words but if you do want to just use the template cast just wrote for go. you how easy is that How easy
0: really doesn't take more than two minutes and it really, really helps us. We we wanted to try and set this challenge forth um, on our very, very first episode that we released a little over a year ago. Yes. Wipes tear from eye. Wipes, wiping, wiping. Um, this is an audio medium. I have to describe what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and uh, we wanted to see if we could reach 100 reviews it is arguably quite a lofty goal and we have been stagnant at about 60 something reviews for quite a while right now and we uh, we incentivize this by telling you that casey has this amazing 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 voice that she uses to speak to her dog and it's honestly the funniest thing i've ever heard and i often think of of Words in your dog voice specifically. Oh, thank you. Like, that means oh a lot. Oh my gosh. To me. You say it in a specific way. Um, oh, well, I don't even, I didn't even like, realize. Or just, like, shouting, like, gosh, like, but you do it in a way <laughs> that will always remain <laughs> and if you want to know, you could just leave us a review. <laughs> you know, at
1: at this rate, we might get 100 reviews and hear the dog voice in, like, 2025, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we didn't realize how much of a lofty goal that was, actually, when we asked. We've learned later Wait, like, that actually... <laughs> We've learned that we actually qu- have quite a lot of reviews, so we are grateful for our reviews. We Thank just you. want more because we're selfish. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just want everyone to be able to find our podcast. Yeah, and, and no, like,
1: it just really helps us out. It's an yeah. easy way to help us out if you like what you hear. For so, sure. And I maybe one day say. we'll do a real commercial. Whoa. Oh, that would be amazing. Wow. So today though, today we're excited. Today, we're going to talk about, like we, you heard in the opening, we're going to talk about college and our college experiences. You know why? Because it's back to school time. Hey. We just entered August. It's back to school time. I remember when I started college, I really, really wished, or when I was starting, I really, really wished I had someone with low vision to talk to about mm-hmm. it. and to I didn't have really anyone, and I'm hoping if anyone is listening that might be college age or even younger who might plan to go to college one day, you could maybe, I don't know, get some advice from this episode or at least just yeah. know you're not alone. Right. And like, you know, college isn't
0: for everyone and besides things change a lot between years. Like I think Casey oh, and yeah. I even have different experiences because, you know, when when did you start going to college? What what year did I... you enter college?
1: <laughs> I started college 10 years ago this year. I started in 2011. Yeah.
0: So I started college in 2015. And even then, like between those four years, four or five years, um,
1: yeah.
0: there was still like a decent amount of difference. So... You know, even if you're starting college now, it's going to be different maybe than our experiences. And we also know that college isn't for every single person, but we hope that if you do decide to go to college, that this is maybe fun. Or if not, it's just a fun listen because we really enjoy Absolutely. talking about our college experience. And and it's something that, like, we were t- talking as we were planning this episode, like, this is something that we may not have known about each other because, you know, we've gotten
1: to be better friends as adults. I didn't even know Casey until she was almost done with college. That's so true, actually. I didn't think about that. Like I, And we did touch on college in our school episode, which was episode 5, but I think in that episode we spent a lot of time on elementary school, middle, and high school and then we kind of put college at the very end and we didn't have time and we were like, college is such a unique, different experience. It totally is. Where where, you're studying something more specific than just regular school and it's just totally different. You're more independent. You're more on Mm -hmm. your and so yeah not everyone goes to college it's a it's a personal decision but we thought we could do a whole hour on this absolutely easy easy who doesn't like talking about their college experience though oh yeah well we both had a good time we both had a good experience we had a lot of fun
0: we went there were some highs there were some lows but you know
1: it was college
0: and there's nothing else quite like it
1: and I'm excited to learn about your college experience because I just Cass and I majored into completely (laughs) basically polar opposite (laughs) polar opposite majors but I'm always super interested to hear what other people are doing like what's a day in the life like for that kind of major or this kind of major like I I'm just interested even like forget the disability part even just like the perspective of what your major was like is interesting to me
0: yeah and same to you like I Casey was it like a liberal arts yeah, and I was in engineering, and so those are just completely different. Completely different. And I could not things. imagine doing some of the things and taking some of the courses that Casey did, and probably and I, likewise. No, I can't
1: imagine. <laughs> like, absolutely likewise. Are you kidding? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Oh, Which man. is so funny because we're so similar, but in, we have in a lot in regard. common,
0: but like. You know, yeah, we, no. you guys, <laughs> if you heard our favorite things episode, you'll see we have a lot in common and we're also like pretty different. So I think yeah. that that is also what helps us like get along really well. But before we talk about our college experience, we kind of wanted to touch on like the pre college, what a lot of um, what we have here in the US, the vocational rehab services tends to call the transitional period, which is like the last two or last year of your high school, which is usually if you are planning to go to college when a lot of students will try to decide what they want to study, where they want to go, and all of that. So, like, how did you ever have to think about what you wanted to study in college?
1: Yeah, so I studied musical theater in college, and I really never had to think about I thought about a little bit Maybe like took five minutes to think Is this what I actually want to major in But it just made sense That was the only thing I had ever done I started doing theater when I was really young And I did it I never stopped once I started Mm -hmm. I did it all the time Summer, school You know, no matter when it was I was doing theater And so when I went to college I was like, this is the thing I'm good at This is the thing I do And it just makes sense for me to do it. So did you what about you? You were a software engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what I what about you?
0: So I studied computer science and engineering. That was like the name of my major. What what I actually ended up having on my transcript is so much longer than that because <laughs> I had to pick a specialization and I got a, a minor in math so like it just it's long but I also like concentrated in, in game design which is super random and it's really funny because I don't actually do any of those things anymore in my current job um, but it was really great to study in school but I always knew I wanted to work kind of in the field of technology you know I kind of grew up mostly in the 2000s and I you know as my family started adopting to technology it just it came so easily to me my parents bought like an iMac and when i was like in elementary school when i was in like 4th grade and i was amazed by it and i like it, it was all very intuitive to me i just very much understood like how to use the computer and i'm actually pretty patient with computers although i often i often joke that i hate computers um <laughs> but like I I have good, like, problem-solving skills. I always really liked math. So I thought that that would be a really good fit for me. And, And, like, my mom was the one who pointed it out. Like, I got, like, my first touch phone. And I knew, I figured out how to enlarge the text. She was like, wow, that was so easy for you. You should Uh study this
1: maybe. (laughs) Cass has taught me how to use all my accessibility features. It doesn't come as easily to everyone. Like it just comes so easily to you. And I think a lot of people enter college not really declaring a major yet. And that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But for us, clearly we both just always knew what we were going to do. And I think yeah. that's cool. I think it's nice that Absolutely. we both had passions. Um, but I want to ask you about like the application process for college. And like how many schools did you apply for? And what was that process like for you?
0: Right. So the spring of my junior year of high school, I decided to I, I wanted to stay in state. I knew that going in. Um, and so I toured four schools so for pretty local schools the furthest one it was like an hour and a half away from where I grew up and I applied to three of those schools and then I, I got into all of them but it was for me a matter of like seeing which one gave me the most financial aid but I kind of already really knew that I wanted to go to Ohio State I went on a college tour when my brother was in high school and I was in eighth grade and I remember being on that tour and I was just so amazed and it felt it's very an urban campus and it's right in the middle of the city of Columbus and and it's not like a college town like Columbus is very much a city on its own without the university But it was just, it was so, like, cool and exhilarating for me, and so I kind of knew I wanted to go, and it ended up working out that way, that, like, they gave me some good financial aid. How can I say no?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, for sure. Like, I I, I kind of, I wanted to talk a little bit, when I was thinking about this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about staying closer to home for college, because we both did, and Mm -hmm. how... We both had independence in college. We both did totally. move out of our parents' house. But I think I had some judgment for staying close. And I think my senior year of high school, there was this mentality of everyone saying, um, I got to get out of this town. I got to yeah. go far away. And I felt it sounds judgment. sounds like a punk song. <laughs> um, <laughs> got to get out of this town. Anyway. <laughs> it does. Um, for me... I wanted two things. I wanted to major in musical theater, not just theater, which is a different concentration. And I also wanted a Bachelor of Fine Arts, a BFA, instead of just a BA, Bachelor Mm -hmm. of Arts, just because it's a little more specific. And I was okay. I was, like, open to the idea of going... I didn't want to go, like, a plane flight away for college, but Mm -hmm. I was open to the idea of going a little further away. But my college in my city was the best school in, like within the few hour radius for it offered musical theater and a BFA and that's actually kind of rare in this area mm-hmm. there is a, pr- a private school that offers that nearby but I wanted to go to a public school so basically what I'm saying is if you want to stay nearby for whatever reason even if you don't have mm-hmm. a good reason it is not a thing to feel shame about I think you'll still get the independence in college totally. that you need yeah but Yeah, so I did, I, my, my college was 30 minutes away from my parents. How how far was yours? Yeah,
0: so it was in Columbus, where I actually currently live now, so it's about an hour and a half away from where I grew up, but um, it's, it was really fine for me. I, I thought that that was the perfect distance, that I could still spend time and not feel like I needed to go home every weekend, but my parents could come up and visit, sometimes I could go and visit them. Meaning they would pick me up and bring me as a reminder. We do not drive because we are blind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um, but I, I really liked being close. A big deciding factor in that was um, I like we've talked about this before. We have a rare disease. I have pretty significant chronic illness. I had um, IBD when I was, um, like, inflammatory bowel disease since I was, like, 15. And I knew I wanted to stay nearby. You know, I didn't want to relocate all my doctors and the whole thing. But I wanted to be close to my parents. Like, they had been like my primary caregivers for a long time and until I learned how to take care of myself which I did like I'm very independent but I just like it was really great to have them nearby and have that community.
1: I agree it's like you got the freedom of leaving without having to like fully leave and I, I felt that way too and so yeah I only applied to that one school University of Memphis is where I went I applied there and then once I got into the school I had to audition for the musical theater program Ooh. I just sang and acted and danced and did all that stuff and I remember I want to say this since it's disability related I remember at the audition I had this interview process and I told them if you've noticed that my eyes are moving it's an involuntary thing called nystagmus oh, because, Girl! Uh, I, I, I told them because I had been so burnt in the past from people making comments about me not making good eye contact or me not having good like stage presence because of my eyes and thinking I was sh- being shifty or like, like nervous or whatever. And so I told them and I think one of them said, yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. I'm glad you let us know or something like that. Um, Well, that's great. Look at that self-advocacy skills. The self-advocacy that I had at 18. I was ready to go in there and and I was really nervous. I remember telling them, you can't really notice it from the stage though. Like when I'm up on stage, it's not as noticeable. (laughs) (laughs) I've had more comments about it in theater than in everyday life you know. Yeah. So. No, I I hardly ever
0: get any comments on it just being it, like existing in in life, but it makes it right. a lot of sense cuz you know, you're up there and your your whole body and your eye contact is part of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great though. Like you definitely had those skills. And speaking yeah, of yes. advocacy skills and prepping for college, let's talk about disability services and yes, how we knew going into our respective schools and going into college that we were going to make use of disability services to some degree. So um, like as soon as I had like I had decided and I had you know officially become a student there or like you know before I even graduated high school I remember going and, and meeting with a disability services counselor and kind of talking through what my possible needs might be and I ended up having to like I I changed some things about that after like taking some classes and realizing like oh you know what I think I'll need this or maybe I don't need that but it was really good to get established early early on because you know that way like I was in the system and I could I could decide what it is that I needed for myself because that's a big part of college and independence. What about you?
1: Yes, I definitely went to go meet with the student disability services before I started school and at their front desk they had a -A Build-A-Bear in a wheelchair with like a hearing aid in. That is so cute. It was was really cute and I met with them and they told me, you know, all the stuff that I could take advantage of in their office. Um, They allow you to come take tests in their office. They Mm -hmm. allow you to use the CCTV in there um, which is a closed circuit television. You can put papers and books under and it blows it up for you to see it better. They were willing to make some accommodations, um, enlarging papers, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The main thing that they gave me, though, that I liked is they gave me a sheet of paper. Wow, I love that it was a sheet of paper and it wasn't electronic because I think (laughs) now it would be electronic. But they gave me a sheet of paper to give to all of my professors on the first day of class that just went ahead and explained my disability and explained that I might be using a monocular in class and all this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So that I, I mean, I still talked to them, but it was like just an official piece of paper. Like I am officially disabled and need these. And also they um, provided note takers for me as well. Mm -hmm. So in your classes, you can get another student to take, as they're taking notes for themselves, they can share those notes with you. And so the disability office absolutely gave me a lot of really good tools. I don't know if I used all of them to my full advantage. Yeah I was just gonna ask
0: like what what were the accommodations that you ended up using for most of your classes?
1: So yeah I did use note takers for all of the classes that used the board and the reason I say that is because I took a lot of dance classes, singing classes, acting classes where obviously I wasn't visually having to do much. But I did take a lot of Gen Eds, as they call them, you know, sciences, Englishes, and also a lot of theater classes, actually, you have to see the board. So like music theory, script interpretation, theater history, theater management, like we had a lot of classes where it was like visual. So I did take some of my tests in there. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't take some in there. And I don't at this moment remember like what made me choose which to do that on. I really don't remember having, like, a set thing. I think with each class that came, I kind of, like, decided what I needed for each class on an individual basis. But Mm. what about you?
0: Yeah. um, So I will admit that my first year, I didn't really take use of that many. At least my first semester um, I didn't actually use as many accommodations as I ended up using the, the next three years. And we talked about this on our school episode, but part of that was, like, my own insecurities and part of that was just, you know, seeing how college was and, and being, like, a bit naive to that. But for sure, I I took all of my tests there. I took, I, I mentioned, again, I mentioned this previously, but I took one calculus quiz my, like, freshman year, and I, like, out of the disability services office, and I failed it, and because I couldn't see, actually. Oh. Mm. And it was kind of totally my fault for not taking advantage of that, so I, from then on, I took every test in disability services, and I did use the CCTV. It was funny because, like, for such a big school, uh, the CCTVs were still, like, the same ones that I had in the early 2000s, like, going to yes. school. It's so yes. funny because it was just a massively clunky monitor. Uh-huh. But it worked. It was effective. And I really, really needed that for a lot of my exams. I, you know, whether it was, like, some computer science, like, fundamentals theories and lots of different kinds of math courses, I needed to see a lot of small numbers, and so I really, yes. really made use of that CCTV, and I would uh, usually turn it on the inverted contrast mode, so, like, you can change how it appears on your big, clunky screen, uh, and I usually had to uh, like, uh, made it show as, as um, white on black, and that was really helpful for, you know, taking long exams. Um, so, yeah. definitely took tests there. I got I got double time as I took the tests, which was really helpful because it does just kind of take us longer to
1: read some things. I feel like your major was probably more visual than mine. It was, you know? definitely more yeah. visual. And a like, lot of you the... had math,
0: <laughs> right? And a lot of like my my later courses were project based, so it was just like turn in this this project. But yeah, al- most of the time there were still like theory and exam components to them, and so it just it took time it really 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 helped and i don't think i seriously don't know how i could have done that without it but i um i would talk to all of my professors at the beginning of each semester i would kind of give them the rundown like hey it's me and my dog we're going to be in your course <laughs> um <laughs> you know I, I after my freshman year i asked professors to reserve a seat in the front of the room cuz I
1: literally cannot see any from any, any other seat. <laughs> but you um, can't see from the front. You got to you got to oh, let yeah. the people know you can't see from the front either. You can no. only see from the front with a monocular. I can see from the front
0: with a monocular, but I can't see from the second yeah. row with a monocular. With the monoc-
1: yeah. Got to clarify. We don't want people thinking you can read the board from the front huh. row here. No. Don't be getting any crazy ideas, y'all. Yo, we still are blind as a reminder. No, yeah. We blind. But, yeah. We so, blind.
0: We blind. So I would also sometimes take the note taker function, which was usually really helpful. And a lot of my materials ended up being electronic, but I had to just make sure that they were going to post their notes online or I would take the note taker. So those are sort of the things that I would do. Um, and seriously, I, I don't know how I could have gone through college without them.
1: Yeah I'm sure And then let's talk about O&M As far as getting around the campus Now we both went to fairly big public schools Although your school is much bigger than mine Like your school's <laughs> gi- massive Massive But my school was not spa- small by any means either And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that About like finding your way around I, My mom took me to campus Before school started um, She did that in high school with me too Where we would just like walk I, had a, I went to a big high school So you know Mm -hmm. We went to the campus, we walked around, uh, and it kind of helped, although I will say my first week of college, I was still getting really turned around everywhere I went. It was just, like, such a big adjustment. I wasn't super independent Mm -hmm. until I went to college Mm -hmm. as far as, like, finding things and walking around, and so it was a big thing for me, and Mm -hmm. my roommate, Audrey, who actually was the same major as me, really, I mean, I couldn't have gotten through it without her because I would just follow her a lot of the time. I would just kind of be (laughs) her shadow. But I remember getting lost on the way to a rehearsal once and they were like, just listen for the fountain. Do you hear water? If you can get to the, the campus fountain, then we can tell you where to go. And because we had this big like, like fountain in the middle of the campus. And so um, I did get lost a few times, but we had this like system actually, it was really cool. At night, we had these like people that these students that would drive golf carts and they would... If you, like, called ahead, they would come pick you up and drive you anywhere oh, on yeah. campus. Uh-huh. And I I used that my freshman year, especially at night, because I did live – I lived on campus my freshman year, and then I lived off the next three years. But um, But that was helpful. So if you have anything like that at your school, I say take advantage of it if you mm-hmm. have any kind of – help like that but what about you as far as were you getting lost getting around oh yeah yeah at the beginning uh, so
0: so my mom helped me too we went a couple of times and we walked around the buildings that I figured I would need so our, our campus in general there were like there was like the business buildings um for you know people studying various business fields there were like some of the music and theater buildings and the arts they were like You know, on the east side of the campus and on the south side, like all kinds of sciences and and liberal arts. And um, the engineering was sort of in like the northwest part of the campus. Um, And so most of my classes, uh, like a lot of my math classes were kind of scattered around throughout different buildings. But most of my Mm -hmm. core courses were in the engineering buildings. So it was a matter of being able to like find that. Um, And in general, I... I take two directions pretty well, but I definitely got lost. Like Ohio State has its own zip code; it's four three two one zero, which I find the funniest fun fact I love
1: that. <laughs> because
0: college students don't have time to remember their zip code. Uh. Um, <laughs> I lived on campus my first year as well, um, and it was like you know, it was an experience. But I actually so a couple things I did. I ended up taking use of. Um, o and through I believe the state and so I had a guy that I worked with a few times we even took the city bus a couple times um, and so I think a lot of that was really helpful there was one area in particular that was difficult for me to get around which is on our campus they call it the oval and it's this big green space with a lot of buildings like a, a, pretty much an oval a lot of buildings around the oval and whenever I had a class there my first like year I would get really nervous because with the trees like it was really hard to navigate and there are a lot of crisscrossing mm. paths and I wasn't ever sure where I was going but with some good o I ended up being able to like figure that out and one thing I that we had on our campus that I made use of a ton was paratransit um I've talked about paratransit in like a couple episodes ago but um, campus paratransit, since there were a lot less people using it, like an entire city was pretty reliable and, um, you could call and sometimes they could pick you up in 15 minutes. Um, they could take you within like a three mile radius of the campus and they were really great. Like it was, it was free. I used it a ton, especially when I lived off campus, um, to get to my morning classes. A lot of time, like, I would sleep in until my class started. So like <laughs> <laughs> So they would pick me up and take me to campus a lot of those mornings. But um
1: That's great. But yeah, paratransit was
0: the bomb, but I did
1: walk a ton when I was a student. I walked a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yes. We were we were in shape as the, as students Ooh. back then. But yeah, it is true that kind of most of your classes are if I mean, depending on your major, are going to kind of be in the same few buildings, you know, because mm-hmm. your major doesn't leave those buildings that much, but at, at the same time, you're going to end up probably walking pretty much the whole campus within the four years that you're there or more. Mm-hmm. Um, so take me through. I'm very curious about this, actually, like super curious. Take me through a typical day in the life of okay. your college career because I want to know what it's like for other majors. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, I got to pick my schedule I picked it every semester based on my needs at the time. So sometimes I had more evening activities, so I would try to get done earlier in the day. When I was a senior, I had my classes start way later because. No one has time for that. I was like very much a night owl, and I still am. So like I preferred to get to a class like uh, that would start at like ten thirty as opposed to oh. eight a.m. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: oh wait, I thought you meant, I thought at first you meant ten thirty p.m. No, okay ten thirty. <laughs> you were like I'm a night owl, so I took a ten thirty class, and Oof, I literally thought no, you meant that like would a be night. So I was like wow, your college really had it all. You had classes starting at ten. Uh, okay, no, I get it. Ten thirty in the morning. But in the morning. That sounds nice. Yeah.
0: So, like, for... So, I lived on campus my first year, and then I was actually in a sorority in college, and so I lived in our sorority's house for my sophomore and junior years, Um, so I feel like... That to me, living in my sorority's house was very quintessentially college. So I feel oh, like definitely. this is where we'll start.
1: Is like I would wake up okay. in the house in your sorority house. Love um, it. I love this already. Like the <laughs> great Elwood's of you.
0: <laughs> um, I, I really loved our house. We had a beautiful um place, Aww. and it was really really big. So there were about thirty five women that could live in there. Oh wow, it was, that's it was awesome. big. That's um, so fun. It was it was really fun. It kind of just felt like a like a big sleepover sometimes. Big sleepover. Yeah. Yeah, but um. So I would I would roll out of bed like you know as as late as I could put something on. I I know a lot of students are are really into like just dressing in athleisure. I always tried most of the time. If even if mm-hmm. it was just like jeans and a t-shirt, I usually was like somehow trying. And yeah. I would wear makeup I think every single day. Um Yeah, it's, me too. I I really liked doing I still like doing that and so like you know kind of rare to find that. Um, so I would usually try and take care of my dog really quick before paratransit came. Um, I would try and like shove some sort of breakfast into my mouth, usually, that entailed cereal. I think my senior year, when I was in an apartment with some friends, it was like I had this egg thing that I could like beat an egg and I could put it in the microwave in a minute and I had an egg. So, like, <laughs> I made like you and your breakfast. eggs. I feel like it's, a, it's an ongoing theme. Your egg love, my egg love. I loved eggs. Your egg love. And then I would uh, get taken to my first class, something related to computer science. Sometimes a gen ed. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of gen eds actually, because I had a lot of um, credits transfer from high school, so I didn't ever have to yeah. take an English course in college. <laughs> but like sometimes it was like fundamentals of computer science, which like is was really cool and wild, even though. It's not information that I use anymore. <laughs> um, of just like how to, like data structures and how to organize data. And
1: you're already losing me.
0: Absolutely cool and wild. But like, yeah. Anyway, so after that, in general, I would go to Starbucks. I spent a lot of my college going to Starbucks. Um, like the on campus Starbucks? Nope. I would walk a little bit you off campus off. Um, to okay. go to Starbucks. Usually would take, like, 15 minutes. I, I, you know, didn't mind the walk. I place my order on the phone, pick it up. Sometimes I would sit there and study until my next class or work on a project. I would go to another course, you know, mid midday, like, try to grab some sort of a lunch or go home and eat something. Because in our sorority's house, they would make lunch and dinner every weekday. And that was part of our, our rent uh, slash dues yeah. was... Paying for awesome. some food, which was really really awesome. So I'd grab some lunch if I could. If not, like I'd try and snack on something. Go to another class. Work on some projects. Maybe go home, take a nap. Um, and then <laughs> when I was uh for my I think my sophomore and junior years, uh, a little bit of freshman and senior, um, I was in chorus in college actually so that was like a fun elective that i did too love that sometimes in the evenings i would like i was involved in uh an on-campus church so sometimes i'd go to like a small group oh sometimes it was like a sorority event that we had going on like a chapter meeting that we had every monday night and so a lot of that and then like after that i would either like try and hang out with people study do homework work on a project and working on a project usually involved like coding something oof. so for some class but it was really fun like I I really like I look back on it and and think fondly about being in college and like I feel like I I never knew more than when I was in college like I I keep joking that as an adult I've lost so much knowledge (laughs) yeah that's so true that's so true for me too actually (laughs) yeah but I think that was in general how a lot of it was like sometimes I'd be like more busy than others, like most students, for, like, a midterm or coming up. Yeah. Or,
1: like, yeah.
0: I would, like, occasionally have to, like, I would procrastinate my work or, like, my, my coding project wasn't coming together. And so, like, I would force myself to wake up early to finish it the day before it was due. So, like, or the day that it was currently due. Um, <laughs> so... You know, a lot of that, a lot of, like, push and pull, a lot of, like, trying to get an internship, which I think we'll talk about later. But, yeah, that was college. That was really it. I
1: love that. I did not have, like, the sorority experience, so I think that's fun to hear about. Typical day for me, I would wake. Yes, I'm like you. I never took an 8 a.m. class. Couldn't do it. You never did. I did. I
0: did have to take an 8 a.m.
1: And it was and it was five credit hours, you guys, every oh, no. day. Oh no! No, 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 no. It was bad. So usually I would I would always usually start at nine a.m. and I would go to my classes and then I you know I had my typical classes, but then I also had lab hours, which were these mm. things we all had to do them, and then also I had to do extra for scholarship hours too i think i had to do like 80 or 100 a semester or something crazy my brain is fuzzy on it but basically a lab it was wild it was either costume shop lighting lab set design or publicity i think that is so wild and so i was like sewing costumes cast like please like i am not equipped but i was like i was literally like sewing a costume I was also in lighting lab. I was up in the catwalk, like, walking up high in this catwalk, and we had these huge lights. We had to hang over the side and hang these lights. This sounds it was, so amazing, but also completely different. <laughs> it was not blind friendly, like, even a little bit. Um, I And then every single night for, like, three hours, I think it was 7 to 10, we had rehearsal for oh. whatever given – show we were in because we were always in a show it was kind of like there were like six shows I think a year or something my brain sorry y'all it's been 10 years and I (laughs) if anyone if anyone is listening to this that went to college with me and they're like you're getting this all wrong my brain's fuzzy on it but like yeah we did like six shows a semester and if you didn't get cast in any of them there were always like extra things going on that you could get cast in there was always an opportunity to perform um and we had like a main stage a black box like different theaters in our theater building um so anyway i was always rehearsing at night and also during lunch i forgot this i'm kind of backtracking to lunch but during lunch we typically i think it was once a week we had this thing called a lunch box where we had to go eat our lunch and watch random performances, and it was usually (laughs) like grad student directed stuff, but it was always or one man, I want to do my one man show in the lunchbox. Okay, you can't, or whatever. So that was cool. It was like an opportunity to like perform some of your stuff and then i would nap but oftentimes i would nap in the theater building on the benches because i didn't have time <laughs> to always go home <clears throat> like i was kind of there all i was kind of there from 9 a.m to 10 p.m every day like in the theater building Wow. and so because i was like you know taking normal classes and then we also had to do strikes which is like when a show ends you have to take down the entire set and everything but mm-hmm. we had to do it for every show whether or not we were in it were not and it was all day long and you could not not go or you would get demerits and like be kicked out of the program eventually oh, you had to go and it was all day so like you could go you could miss it to take a class but they knew they had your schedule and they knew when you were in class and if you were not in class you had to be at the strike so yeah. it was crazy so it was just like really time consuming I guess more so than like mm. um I, I don't know but um but you know what's weird is I my health was better in college than it was in high school like the high school schedule mm-hmm. was worse for me mm-hmm. even though college was so busy I still was able to kind of do my own schedule and like starting school later with like at 9 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. was such a change for me and made such a difference for me yeah that really like it was helpful I think anyone listening to this if you're going to college choosing your own schedule is a game changer like oh, just yes yes it's just amazing. So yeah, that was, yeah.
0: Same with me. I was, I did a lot worse in high school and the period right in between high school and college. So I think that in general, I, I did do better, um, with like my physical health. So it was a lot easier to balance the day because some days were heavier than others. And I could like, yeah, it was super flexible and it would change semester to semester and I think that that was like some of the excitement about it was like you know like again like in my senior year where I could have like you know Mondays I didn't have classes or however it was I don't even remember at this point anymore but I know sometimes like you can schedule in a specific way and and like have a lot more free time actually I think I didn't have class until like the afternoon on a lot of Mondays so I this is a sort of another question but I feel like it's sort of related to a later a later topic we'll be discussing but um I never worked until my the spring of my senior year I never had like a job while I was a student like at the same time yeah. so this it was a very low-key job that I had when I was um, with that semester and the following summer so I was able to do it you know very very part time, like maybe ten hours a week. But I did a lot of that yeah. work on on Monday, so that was really helpful. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of our our happiest and some of our crappiest moments.
1: <laughs> what happy were some and of your like worst? Happy and Let's
0: start with the crappy and, and on a
1: happy note. What were some of your oh, worst gosh. times in college? gosh worst times in college i think like the worst time in college i've mentioned it before but i'm going to just talk about it again because here we go my junior year everyone had to take a barrier exam and if you it was a pass or fail and if you failed it you had to take it again your senior year and if you failed at your senior year you could not graduate like period and so we all took it my what does that year. entail though what is the exam? so you have to sing two songs you have to do two monologues. You have to dance. And you have, I think, and an interview process. <clears throat> so I did it my junior year. First of all, I'm a very crappy dancer. Dance was a really hard part of college for me. Um, I failed that ballet one. That still blows my like mind
0: that you had to dance and that you failed ballet. Because, one, I would have failed ballet, too. Um, but... <laughs> but the fact that like that's a, an actual thing that you did in college, like that's so cra- cool and crazy. also crazy.
1: It's I took so many dance classes, every type of dance: tap, jazz, lyrical, musical theater, dance, ballet, like crazy. Anywho's it took took did the barrier exam. Um, it went really poorly. I I'm not going oh. to say I was I was kind of debating on if I should say what was said to me. Um, it, on the pod. I think it's a little too personal, but let's just say some really harsh things were said to me. Ouch. And it's hard because in theater, it's very personal. It, mm-hmm. When you're picked apart, it's it's about you. And anyway, one of the things said to me, which actually was not even the harshest thing, was about how my nystagmus was distracting and I needed to work on that, which I've mm-hmm. talked about a lot because, mm-hmm. it's, because it's, like I said, there were other things said that hurt me more actually than that, but that is so like disability related that it's like a story I just have to always tell anyway I failed the barrier and it was horrible yeah. and it was just very stressful I cried in front of them all it was
0: horrible I, <laughs> um, I mean and,
1: seriously though like same I
0: would have done the same
1: thing and then, and then and then for a year I had it hanging over me that I had that to you, take it oh again God and then if i failed that time i would fail out of college so luckily i think we can all know how the story ends i took it my senior year and actually the really mean man that was in the room um was not in there my senior year oh watching. what a relief so, thank goodness and i really like tried so hard and i passed my senior year woohoo i so happy um, so do you do we wanna go back and forth like you say you're crappy and then I'll do my happy? Sure,
0: yeah. So my entire junior year was very stressful. Can we talk about how they were
1: both our junior year? That's yeah. Funny. I think
0: a lot <laughs> of junior
1: years it's Junior like, year is just the worst.
0: It's hard because like you're you're in your major and you're it, it tightens all around you and you're really like in your core courses. And I think it's when you can have a lot of, like, existential crises when you're a student. And you're like, am I good enough for my core courses? Like, this is my whole major. Like, I'm doing bad in this. (laughs) Like, am I going to make it? So, they were were hard for different reasons. So, fall of my junior year, I was in some really tough courses with some notoriously bad professors and tough uh, instructors. I got one of my like my i got i barely passed a course okay and it was just Mm. so so difficult and like it was the instructor was just not great at explaining and i found the subject hard to understand and so like i just really really did not do well um but like i passed and that's all i needed and um uh so You know, that along with another really hard course. And I was also like really, really like doubling down on trying to find an internship. In engineering, if you do, if you don't find an internship, it's sort of make or break for your career um, these days. Um, You have to have that experience because people expect you to have experience before you come into industry. Um, Yeah. So it's tough. And so I really wanted to make sure I got a great internship between my junior and senior year and I worked so hard. I had lots of um, technical interviews, which involved, I I think they're a little bit silly, but like they ask you these really like technical questions about things that they teach you in, in school, like fundamentals of computer science theory, which again is silly just because software engineering you don't really need to know that, but that's mm. beside the point. But I—I I, that's the semester I interviewed at Microsoft and got rejected. And it was just, oh. like, really a lot. Oh, my. Yeah, it sounds like it. And I was just busy all the time and crying all the time. And it was just so much. Oh. And then spring of my junior year, I ended up having some, some health and mental health um, struggles, which, like, I basically had a lot of my Crohn's disease being able being flaring up in in new and unique ways and it was like very like shattering for me and I won't I won't really get into why but just um there was a lot of also lingering trauma from I've talked about this before but there was a lot of lingering trauma from between my um high school and college I ended up getting my entire large intestine removed talked about that on episode six if you want to hear the whole story but like That was a lot, and it was traumatic and and horrible, and I think just a lot of those memories were coming up, and it was just really, really hard to carry on. Um, So that semester was difficult in new ways, and I was just so done with junior year as soon as it was
1: over. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Same. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I did get a really good internship, um, but... it wasn't really of on my own efforts. It's because I, I had made some good connections. So networking is a really important.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I was not myself my junior year either. I was not very happy. So I understand that it was, I mean, not the whole time there were happy moments, but I remember my mm-hmm. advisor was like, you are not yourself. I was like, yeah, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, but happy. happy, happy. That's a good thing to get into. I had so many happy moments in college. I, 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 I'm going. I'm, my happy moment I chose is going to be like major, re, my major related, theater related, um, because my crappy was and it just kind of goes together. But I will say, I had a lot of great like friend moments too, and a lot of great mm-hmm. like roommate, you know, like bonding moments, and a lot of beautiful relationships I made. And I think that's what I'll take with me from college, really. Mm-hmm. But my freshman year, I I got to do a lot of really cool shows in college, and I really enjoyed all of them in different ways. But my freshman year, I did a musical called the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, and it's a such a fun musical comedy. And comedy is my favorite thing to do. And it was just one of those instances where the cast and the director and everything came together so beautifully, and and everyone was so talented. And I was, so, and it was one of my first like college theater experiences, so it felt so exciting because high school like not everyone cares as much as you do you know it's like Mm -hmm. why don't these people care but in college like everyone takes it so seriously and it's like a real thing and um I felt so like happy to be in it my freshman year and I had so much fun doing the role, and I remember saying, like, I would do this role forever and never and never get sick of it. I could do it for years and never stop, and I ended up, like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. I was going to say, I got an award for it, and it made me happy. Yay, but I hate No, you're allowed to buy. This is our podcast. That whole experience was so wonderful from beginning to end and the people mm-hmm. I got to work with. And so that was probably one of my biggest highlights of college, but there were so many good moments. Yeah. What about you?
0: My I really loved my my whole sophomore year. I was it was the first year I lived in my sorority's house, and I really had lots of fun being in my sorority. There were some there were some stressful moments, um, with like sorority politics, <laughs> but oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, because it is a bunch of like you know twenty year olds that are like running like a small organization. So there's yeah. going to be some some clashes in politics. But, um, but it was still really fun. It gave me a lot of leadership experience. I feel like I learned so much. I loved being in a house with so many other people. Like, it was a blast. And I really liked the classes I took, especially the spring of my junior year. I felt like I was, like, really doing something that I cared about, that I thought mattered. Um, so... It was like probably one of my best academic semesters anyway. Like, I actually, I think I made Dean's List, which I don't think I did
1: almost any other yeah. semester. But like, <laughs> that's amazing considering your major, especially. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, you know what? Like, I didn't get a 4.0, but I didn't, like, I, I, I would say that I did pretty well in college, even though, like, that was pretty much the only semester I made Dean's List. But so I really, really enjoyed my sophomore year for both social and um, major related experiences. I also really liked the spring of my senior year. So at the end of engineering uh, degrees, you generally take what's called a capstone design course. So it's basically like a semester or year long design class where you make something pretty much from the ground up. And so I was, since I was a game design focus, I was in a game design capstone, and I really loved that. It was so fun to work with my group. We made a cool game. Um, That's awesome. We got like like, you made a
1: game, like yeah,
0: we got most polished game out of our class. Like it was really I love that. We worked really hard on it, and it was a lot of fun. And i i just i thought it was great like i really liked that and i took a summer term too so i took two my like my two remaining courses and i graduated at the end of the summer my senior year a couple of years ago now <laughs> and my summer term was just really fun <clears throat> wow i'm joking oh uh, and swallow <laughs> uh, my summer <laughs> term was really fun but um you know i didn't it wasn't really academically stressful like I was I was kind of like tying up loose ends. Is is how I felt, and I really enjoyed just like being able to have that moment. It felt kind of like a vacation, but it it wasn't. I was still taking classes. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, so we I I mentioned briefly internships. So I know that you also had an internship. Like, when was it? How was it? That kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, internships I don't think were quite as stressed in my major as they were for CAS, but we did have to have one to graduate. And most, at least one, a lot of people did two or three, like every summer people would apply. Um, And people would get really, I was talking to Cass about how people would get really snooty about, and I would always joke, like, unless you're studying with William Shakespeare himself, you're not good at, your internship isn't good enough. Um, But anyway, a lot of people did internships. (laughs) I I did an internship my summer in in between my junior and senior year, and It was actually a really not great experience. No, no. I was happy to get the internship because it was a company that I really respected, and I still do respect them. But the people, the other interns I was working with, made it a bad experience, and it was just very stressful. And it felt like a lot of the work kind of fell on me, and it wasn't super evenly distributed. Um, But it was a lot of acting involved. We. We did a show that we toured to different schools. We threw a huge festival, a huge theater festival, and we did, like, we put together um, all this stuff. So it was fun. Like, the actual festival was really fun, but the, uh, it, there was a lot of drama and crazy things and I could Ugh. go on it. I had to take over a role with like one day A girl dropped out and I had to take over The lead role with one day to rehearse oh The show my. and learn it all I was sobbing I was hyperventilating like with my script Trying to learn it but also trying to put on this festival It was crazy But anyway um, so I did that it, I made it through I somehow survived it But it was not a super pleasant experience
0: <laughs> Yeah wow I so yeah there was definitely a lot of elitism with uh, with our internships too. It's like, oh, they're working at Google. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, I guess my internship at the local like like local whatever, or they're you know they're like a startup dude. It's like, oh, you're a startup dude, like. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people also had side projects in uh, in my field, which makes a lot of sense. Like, a lot of people just, like, you know, make apps and code things. And I was never much of a side project person. Um, but, you know, I, I I just wanted to enjoy myself in college besides studying. I didn't want to do more work outside of classes for no credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but some people are really drawn to that, and I totally get it. But, yeah, so... um. I did apply to a lot of those big names and I didn't get them, but I did get like other names that I was still really proud to work at. Um, Between my sophomore and junior year, I worked for Nationwide Insurance, which is headquartered in Columbus. So it was really cool. I got to stay in Columbus and work for Nationwide doing like web development things. And then um, between my uh, junior and senior years, I um, lived in Seattle for three years. I worked for Expedia. On their accessibility team which kind of gave me the it was like you know the gateway experience to me learning about accessibility and kind of pursuing that um as as more of a career rather than just, like, just being a web developer which is fine but like i yeah. i wanted to do something more and maybe something more socially impactful um so i really really loved living in seattle Honestly, like, given the changes in my health and, and my mental health the previous semester, there was a lot of, like, a lot of tough moments living there. It was the most independent I I had ever been up to that point, um, especially since I didn't have my family nearby. And so it was a little bit yeah. lonely. But I, like, Seattle had amazing transit. I love being independent, so I, I, like, I ventured and discovered new places, and I had a blast, but there were some really tough moments, and it also made me realize that I actually really like living pretty close to home. Yeah. You know, that community is really hard to come by, but it was such a great experience. I still really miss Seattle, but I don't think I'd ever move back there and live there. The internships themselves were really good. I definitely learned a ton from both of them. Um both about my field and myself. I think they were very growing experiences and I'm really glad that I did them and I had them and I like was able to to say like, "Hey, I have the I had this experience." And then I was able to like get my job working at Chase into my senior year. So I was really, really happy about that and very, very grateful.
1: Yeah. So, then about graduation, any kind of, we finished, we both graduated. That's exciting. Any kind of like graduation story or anything you'd like to share about graduation? Right. So, going back to my previous point, I started work. So, since
0: I took the summer term, I graduated in August and actually, what? Oh my gosh. I graduated what? exactly two years ago.
1: Oh, you scared me! I was like, "What from happened today?"
0: <laughs> oh, um, two
1: years ago today. Thank yeah, that.
0: that's really wild. So, anyway, I, I it, what was even more wild though was that I was starting in this program for like early career students, like fresh out of college, and um, we were supposed to start at the end of July, assuming most students graduated in uh, either December or. Um, or May, but I was finishing late, so I actually started working a few days before I technically graduated from college, so I started uh. working on the 1st, then graduated college on the 4th, but I, like, the, the, the 31st of July, like, I finished my finals, like, it was like, bam, 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 wow. right back, forth, I, I moved into my first apartment alone that week, like, there was a lot happening at the same time, yeah. so... Um, August graduation is like nothing insane um spring graduation gets to graduate in the big in the in the shoe where they play football but I also like didn't want to sit in the sun for four hours so I'm kind (laughs) of glad that I didn't graduate in the shoe so it was really chill low key and I was just really happy to be finished and start my career what about you?
1: Yeah. uh, My senior class after we graduate after I think it was after we graduated, maybe before after I think it was after we did a senior showcase in New York and we went up there and um, performed for agents and, you know, they can choose to sign you and things like that. And we took classes and I was kind of not in the right headspace. I kind of needed a break from theater after I graduated. It kind Mm -hmm. of. It became, you know, it was a hobby my whole life that became more of a job, and I kind of just needed a break. Luckily, I did end up finding my way back to theater. But I did... I wasn't in a great headspace when I graduated about it. And so graduation was kind of, like, bittersweet. But, it, but I was very, like... I was proud of myself that I had made it through, and I'm happy to have the major I have. So we have... Ten a questions. Game. A game. Now we are already an hour and three minutes on this yeah. pod, but I think we can make this rapid fire. You know, I, I think, think we, we can do make like, this rapid fire. We can do like one sentence answers for these. Okay. You want know? to start? I'll start. Did you ever pull an all nighter? Believe it or not,
0: no. There are a couple of nights that I stayed up until about 4 a.m. and then woke up at like eight. But I did not ever pull an official all-nighter.
1: I exact same, exact same. I did not, but I did stay up really late. Okay. Oh wait, you need to read this. Yes. Next so,
0: did you ever do something against
1: the rules of ca- of campus or or rite of passage? I, my friends and I, ran through the fountain. The fountain I talked about. It's just this big fountain in the middle of campus, and you're not you're not supposed to run through it, but we did. <laughs> So I feel like the, the thing that I, I would, like, herald as, like, the thing
0: ended up being canceled the year, like, after my freshman year. And I never got to do it, which was our official campus, like, thing that you weren't supposed to do was jump into our fountain. And specifically on the week of um the big game against Michigan. So we were not allowed to do that anymore, which was kind of a bummer. And then they reconstructed
1: it. So, like, I didn't get to. Oh, that's sad. Um, okay. Did you ever stock up on any dining hall food? Oh, yes. So
0: the dining plan was, was whack in my opinion. Um, and so I ended up feeling like I outsmarted the system and I could buy stuff at the convenience store. So I would legitimately buy just pints of ice cream with my Ah. leftover dining points. And I would stick them in my freezer and I'd have tons of ice cream. That's smart. I don't think
1: I did, but I honestly don't really remember.
0: Um, okay. Did you ever
1: sleep on campus, which you totally already mentioned? I think every day. I'm not kidding. It was kind <laughs> of no, like I was known as the person who sleeps in the theater building. I was sleeping publicly right there on the bench in the middle and everyone kind of knew, oh, that's Casey asleep. That's her nap time. Like it was wild.
0: Yeah, I, I, I fell asleep in all sorts of buildings. I yeah, would all, find everywhere. a little corner and cozy up. Like, I, I had this system Literally. where I would, like, loop my arms through my bag so no one would take my backpack with my laptop yep. in it. And then I would, like, yep. hug around my dog. And so then we would just fall asleep in a little
1: pile. Hey, same. I did it all the time. (laughs) All right. Did you ever cry publicly on campus? So much. So much. I cried in Starbucks. I cried in buildings.
0: I'm pretty sure I outwardly cried in class. Like, after my first calc exam that, of course, like, I failed or didn't do well or something. Like,
1: I walked out of the room in a flurry crying. So very freshman move of me. (laughs) I cried, yeah, like probably fifty times on campus. Like maybe even more. I cried in the bathroom, the stairwell, in front of people, oh, like yeah. just in the lobby. I remember, cri- I remember once <laughs> I hadn't gotten all my scholarship hours yet or my lab out- my lab hours yet or whatever. And one of my this guy I knew, he was like, I he was like, I really don't think you're gonna get all those hours. I don't think there's any way. Ooh. And I just started so I just <laughs> broke down. <laughs> yeah so yeah um I cried a lot I cried a inside outside in anywhere in the middle anytime, of voice it's lessons a, it's a good like, time at the for piano. a piano. yeah always crying did,
0: <laughs> did you ever get any late night food delivery
1: kind of the, we lived in this little townhouse my last three years of college and the food delivery people could never find it like it <laughs> like but back then and i say back then because it was 10 years ago we didn't have doordash uber eats we the only thing we could order was pizza yes that was the only thing we could order was pizza but we did order pizza a decent amount yes of course what about you yeah so i uh discovered postmates my
0: sophomore year and again, with the pints of ice cream, I would have them deliver pints of ice cream to the sorority house, and someone would shout out my name because they knew it was for me. You um, and your—it's your eggs and your ice cream. My eggs don't and my take ice away cream. her eggs and yeah. her ice cream. Yeah, we also had like a a, sh- a cookie shop that could deliver cookies until like 3 a.m. So like oh, I did that. Love it. I did that mostly for friends though. When they were like crying, I would send them
1: cookies. Did you ever have a nightmare roommate situation?
0: Yes, I did, and I will keep it really really brief. Um I basically I moved in with a girl my freshman year and she knew me before, but she like was I don't know, there was a big shift in her when we went to college and she actually was bullying me for my ostomy. And it was actually one of the worst experiences I've ever had with anybody. That's- horrible and she was saying like it was unsanitary and it was just it was gross and it was smelly and it was not any of those things but we had to have the RA come in and it was just really humiliating for me because it was like shortly after my surgery and I was just trying to you know get used to everything and i was just so humiliated oh, but she ended what up just, a miserable person yeah she was
1: really terrible no, but she ended terrible. up just like
0: randomly moving out halfway through this whole situation and so i was really glad okay. i never really had to deal with it
1: yeah i am really really lucky i never had a bad roommate i've had only four roommates throughout my life but they've all been like the most lovely and i'm still like great friends with all of them to this day and they were great
0: yeah, that's really great. I'm, I'm so glad that you had a good experience. Um, <laughs> Sorry you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I had I had some good experiences, too.
1: Like, I really did. I loved some of my roommates that I lived with. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, were you ever saved by the curve?
1: Probably, but I don't have a specific memory that really stands out. But I'm pretty sure in some of my gen eds, maybe. What about you?
0: Uh, senior year I took a course in computer networking which is actually I think one of the one of the hardest courses I ever took it was very difficult and I did not think I was going to pass and I somehow wound up with like a b-plus
1: or something and I was shocked so (laughs) definitely saved by the curve saved by the curve (laughs) saved by the curve in the nick of time Um, did you ever have a really embarrassing moment Um, So I think it was
0: more funny to me, but my my embarrassing moment I'm thinking of is, um, so the semester that I mentioned that I was really struggling with my my mental health and with some health-related things, um, I was taking this math course. It was very, like, uh, we had to write mathematical proofs. It was, like, kind of a hard class, and I worked really tough, like, really, really hard in that class, but... Our professor was, like, very, very dry math guy. And I, like, he knew something was going on with me. And I went to office hours a lot to have a lot of, like, help. And I ended up just outright saying, like, yeah, so, like, I was trying to explain what was going on with my health. And I was like, yeah, so, basically, like, I had my colon removed three years ago. And I just said it outright. And he was baffled. He was like, oh, oh, Ah. like, I'm so sorry and I'm like I'm not I'm so happy to not have a colon anymore (laughs) and he
1: was so uncomfortable but it was so so funny to me I love that I oh my gosh you just made me remember another one though like not the one I had I'll make it really quick I'll I'll do two really quick one of them my monocular fell out of my hand and like rolled across the entire room and I just thought that was embarrassing because I had to like get up and find it but another one you're gonna die I was walking home, and luckily it was, like, kind of, not a lot of people were around, but this guy kept yelling at me, like, hey, hey, and I was ignoring him because I had thought he was being creepy or trying to talk to me. I didn't know, you know, so I was, like, ignoring him. He was like, hey, come to find out, he was trying to tell me that my skirt was hitched up under my backpack, (gasps) and I was flashing... The world. But luckily I had a leotard on, so it was a little better than having underwear because it felt less like revealing. But they probably thought it probably was my underwear. And I am embarrassed that I'm even telling that story. But like my But skirt, no, that's so, that's so funny. It's and that's very, really nice like,
0: of them to try and tell you.
1: It was a quintessential embarrassing moment. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh, uh, terrible.
0: Okay. And then last one. A time where you really felt like you were exactly where you needed to be.
1: Yes. So my, you know, throughout college, you have times where you doubt yourself or, you know, there are going to be people that love your what you do and don't like what you do. But I had this professor who I really looked up to. She went to the Yale School of Drama and she's been in a lot of things and she was just very, like, successful and smart. And I really looked up to her and I did this monologue once and she like in her class, you know mm-hmm. And then a few hours later She like pulled me aside in the lobby As I was walking somewhere else In the lobby of the building And and just really like told me That she really enjoyed it And and it was so nice Like just for her to take that time To really tell me that And she was like I don't know what made it stand out to me But it, it did And it just made me feel like Oh my goodness I I, I can do this, you know And yeah. like this person I really respect Is validating that and um and so it was like a really a really great moment that kind of wasn't that big of a deal but meant a lot to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think like my the fall of my senior year, I was taking this course called Principles of Programming Languages and we had this really big project and I feel like it's super hard to explain, but basically I don't even know. We made like an interpreter for a programming language. I don't even know how to say that simply, but like I worked really, really, really hard on this project, and I thought it was, like, the coolest, wildest thing that we were doing, and I, like, was so, so proud of myself, and I really liked the professor in that course, and I just felt, like, really good about the work that I was putting forth, and then also later that semester, I ended up, like interviewing and getting my job that I currently have at Chase and like it kind of just made me feel like yeah I did it I did what what I was supposed to do in college I went and I got a degree and now I have a job and I was just like so like I don't know overjoyed and like like innerly satisfied that like I would just I, I did it I made it through And I finished
1: and I did what I needed to do. And I was really, really happy. Yes, Yes, definitely. You've had such a successful career and I can't wait to see where it goes. And um, yeah, so (laughs) we both we both really had a great college experience. And we hope that if you are going to college um, that you maybe could you know, um, feel more prepared by listening to this and if you're not going to college maybe you just enjoyed hearing some of our stories but we hope you liked it
0: yeah take some risks try some new things and ultimately like do your best and have a good time and like I hope that like yeah I hope that this was fun as evidenced by our hour and plus episode that we just yep yeah, yeah. it's fine it's we fine. really enjoyed having college our last school one
1: was long our last school one was the long one too we just when we get off about school apparently we can't stop it's fun you guys but anyway, it's fun thank you all for listening we will see you next time bye, bye.